What up, dudes, dudettes, cats, dogs, whatever. Uh, thanks for joining us today, tonight, whenever you're listening, for the first ever Adapted Truth podcast. Myself and Rob, over the last sort of couple of weeks, have been hitting you with a few NBA facts and a bit of news and just offering our opinions about what's been happening. But I'm really excited to to officially launch the the latest podcast feed the adapted truth which is a bit more of a an open-ended i guess feed which not specifically just talks about hoops which the other one does uh which we will be continuing this is not just transitioning um it's just it's gone a little bit stale at the moment and uh i thought it was a good opportunity to to launch this one maybe get a few other fresh voices into the mix as well but yeah we'll jump right in and uh, hope you guys enjoy episode one. Hey guys, welcome into the Adapted Truth. Alongside with me again today, I have Rob. Hello. This one's going to be a little bit of a different flavor though. Uh, before we were sort of talking about hoops and that's sort of set aside in the Adapted Hoops realm. Uh, this one I thought we might launch the just Adapted Truth, which is a little bit more of an open-ended style of, of podcast talking about Whatever's news at the moment, um, pop culture, a bit of entertainment stuff, and just a bit of fun in general, I think. So, yeah. I'm excited. Woo! I mean, the reason why we sort of decided to, to launch this and, and not really talk about as much as the hoops at the moment, it has cooled down a little bit in the NBA. It's, you know, it's the off-season, obviously, and a lot of moves have happened early and then the draft and summer league and it's kind of like little, hit a bit of a cooling period now. The only thing that's really making news is Kyrie's. Derek Rose. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Rose did steal headlines for about... Two seconds. Yeah, a li- like 15 minutes or so. But everything is, is basically just revolving around Kyrie because that's, that's the biggest story, that he doesn't want to play with LeBron. And who apparently wouldn't want to play with LeBron? Kyrie. Yeah. It's, it's almost guaranteed to make the finals, but he wants his own thing. So, yeah, we'll leave that uh, aside because we did, we did touch a little bit on that one in the previous sort of podcast. But um, I thought we'd start the chatter here because uh, last, well, last night here, this is an, uh, from Australia, so <laughs> hi to all the other fans around the world. But last night in, in our time, uh, I dropped the first article for um, something that's a little bit different, a little bit more of like an, an entertainment kind of thing, uh, running through some of the the bigger sort of superhero blockbusters, or should I say, that's the thing that's kind of dominating Hollywood at the moment is those sort of Marvel, DC sort of comic book type stories uh, and just my sort of bit of spin on on that whole sort of industry at the moment. Starting off sort of talking about how we've we've come to this sort of point in time uh, through, I guess, a little bit more innovation and, and content creation over the last sort of couple of years with the internet being such a, a sort of key thing. And this generation coming through now is a little bit more tech savvy and, and, and that kind of thing. Be, because I, when I, yeah, what I touched on before was comic books and, and heroes and stuff 10, 15 years ago it wasn't really seen as like a, a cool domain to be associated with and it was a bit nerdy and, and that but now it's dominating everything it's mainstream everyone wants to be in a marvel or, or dc sort of role yeah, because it's well marvel is the, <laughs> the dominant one at the moment yes they're doing things right 
DC are sort of trying to, so to replicate in a way. You're saying DC are doing things wrong. Well, they've done some things wrong. They've done a few things wrong. Yes. That's, uh, see, when I was writing the article, I poured out a lot. I was <laughs> messaging you like, wow, I can't believe I've written over 4,000 <laughs> words for this article. And then by, like going back and, and reading through it, I kind of had two different points surrounding the same sort of thing. So the article that I've written here is about how we've sort of gotten to the point. And then a ranking, because everyone likes to rank and compare things nowadays, ranking through some of the the best and worst sort of uh, superhero movies that have been made. So, yeah, it was, it was a bit of fun to, to make. And people will obviously have disagreements. This is my personal top 10 list. Which, it opened up a lot of discussion. Which diff- Yeah, which had other <laughs> yeah. people that I know that I sort of like ran this by. They had other opinions and that's fine because people have preferences for what they like and dislike and, and that's fine. I know that Rob has... Most, most of it was pretty much the same. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, the best sort of movies, superhero movies, are the best superhero movies, and most people will recognise that. But yeah, other people had difference of opinion no, in a but few I, things. I want to make it clear, I wasn't fighting for Watchmen. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, I just want to say, my, in the top ten, probably towards the, the you know, the lower half... You know, in the eight to ten slot somewhere was Blade Two. Yes, it did crack an honourable mention. Yeah, I think it should crack the top ten. <laughs> I know you see that was, and I don't really want to give too much away, but there was uh, a movie franchise in there that that got a mention twice, and you sort of disagreed with that kind of premise. But I said the two movies that that were made by this this one sort of character were both valid and worthy of of making the list because they are great films you just wanted to see like a different hero make an appearance yeah i think if, for me it was like if you're gonna like say have a a series of films with the one character you're gonna pick the best film from that series of films and then try and open the the top 10 up but look Again, and again, it's your list. I think you're going to get a lot of, you know, vitriol spat back at you in the comments section. Yes, you can comment on these. So if you go to thedaptedtruth.com. Um, it, can, it can easily be hidden. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Oh, darn. You That's can, right. You Administrator, can write, damn it. Uh, even in the article, I said, look, this is my personal top 10. Others may disagree. And that's yeah. fine. By all means, if, if you want to spit some hate towards me, this is my personal top 10 list. And I went off that because... Of the quality of the movie, the watchability, and you know all that kind of thing. So, yeah, personally, it's it's my top ten list, and I didn't just say top ten franchises or top ten movie characters of all time. I said top ten movies. Yes, because another yeah. thing that was raised, I will, right, I'll say one of the things because Spider Man Two was considered by like other people to be in the top ten superhero films. Is this a spoiler alert? It is kind of a spoiler okay. alert. I'll just say a spoiler alert on this one. So everyone was saying, yep, Spider-Man 2 was the best Spider-Man film. And then Homecoming dropped. Yeah. I did I did sort of pay homage to Doc Ock and say he was a fantastic villain and that's what kind of yeah. elevated that movie to being, you know, considered the best. Even though, like, the Spider-Man films would be fun and great, but weren't really sort of all-timers or, like, no. films that you walked out and you're like, wow, I, I loved that. That was awesome spider-man 2 was was the highest of of those ones in terms of like the characters the plot line was pretty good 
you know, Tobey Maguire wasn't, I don't think was, was the greatest Spider-Man, but Doc Ock definitely shine through in yeah. that one. Oh, for sure. So everyone was sort of saying, yep, Spider-Man 2 was the best Spider-Man film and that's why he should be on the list. But then Homecoming dropped and I personally liked Homecoming more than Spider-Man 2. So that one cracked the mention. So that was that then raised the, the discussion of if Spider-Man 2 was going to be in the top 10. Yeah. But now it's not because Homecoming has replaced it, so to speak. Does it still deserve a spot or not? Well, and that and that's why and that's where I sort of went. I'll I'll tell you now, Spider Man Two is not in the top ten. It's not that's not the one that makes the, the multiple appearances. But I was that made me sort of say, Well, if, if Spider Man Two was in and now it's not, is there room for some other movie to make multiple appearances with the same character? And some people were like, No, it should be different ones. A la me. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I sort of said I was just just the best the best superhero films. Well, look, I mean, that was it. I mean, originally, I don't think you mind me saying this. It was uh, actually, you were, you were going to compare like the pre-2008 superhero film to the post-2008 superhero film. Correct. Like basically putting the, the drawing the, uh, the line in the sand. That was not the motion I just made in my hand. Drawing the line in the sand... Iron Man being where it kicks off. Yes. Um, where <clears throat> things took a big turn in terms of superhero films. Because really before that, the, the, the thing that sticks out in my mind would be like Superman Returns. Well, there is, a, there is uh, another film that is on the list that actually predates that. This is true. And that one also gets like a, a, a good sort of mention in, in the list as well. But there is a lot of junk True. Also. The other thing as well, I will say, is uh, Batman Begins was 2005, I think. Yep. Yeah, okay. And that yeah, maybe kind that. of been, was, was the, ch- the changing of the guard uh, from the old, more cheesy kind of pow type oh, superhero look, films. Right in the kisser. <laughs> no. um, <laughs> to, that's true, but like... The, to the modern... Batman Begins is a very, very different film tonally than Iron Man. Oh, yeah. Iron Man was, was the first... Of the Marvel sort of universe. Yeah, like the rock star sort of yeah. superhero. Um, whereas, and it was very fantastical, that kind of stuff. Whereas Batman Begins is far more reality based, mm-hmm. even though obviously it's a man dressed as a bat. Um, that, that sort of like set the tone, I think, for DC. But unfortunately, DC, in my opinion, have carried that on too far. Yes. And a few of their films are way too serious and they shouldn't be. Like, when you have a film called Batman versus Superman, <laughs> that should not be a serious film. And this is what I, I found myself writing about also and just spilling out words that didn't have to be there and that's why I had to sort of make a cull. And I've, I've split it, so I will, make, I will be doing another sort of article. But I found myself overanalyzing and comparing films from, say, DC and Marvel and that kind of thing, which yeah. didn't have to be there in this article because I was sort of like, oh, well, you know, Marvel did this so well, DC missed the, the mark on this one, blah, 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 blah. And that's, that'll be something that I'll, that I'll write about in the future. And that's something that I've already, like, set the foundation for because I've, I've found my... I've, like, written a thousand words of another article already, <laughs> already. that was supposed to be in this other article. Just bank it. It's there, ready yeah. to go. Um, I think... DC sort of fall under their own weight. I think, and this is probably get a lot of hate as well, but I actually didn't really find Wonder Woman to be that great a film. 
Um, the character's good, but again, got locked down in the cheesiness of the comic book, in a sense. And it just doesn't work as soon as... And, the thing is, and I've said this before to everybody else who will listen to me. DC needs to stop just doing everything with, like, gods. Because when you've got a god, you've pretty much only got one person who can beat the god. Yes. And that's Superman. And he can pretty much beat everybody. And Unless then someone shines really a green, rock, a in his green face. rock in his face. And then it's not a challenge. No. Um, but Wonder Woman took great strides in starting to change the tone of the DC films. I'm still a little worried again with the new Justice League uh, film. The new trailer just dropped. And again, it just seems to be there. Seems to be some kind of sort of godlike uh, villain who's going to need all the people to, um, you know, band together to beat him. And, you know, lo and behold, spoiler alert, Superman <laughs> will be in the film. It's not a secret. No. It's Again, you just got to play your trump card to beat everybody. And it just, to me, does not make sense because then it pretty much makes all these characters just redundant because they just got to stand around, get beaten up, and wait for Superman to come and just take care of the job, you know? Yeah. Whereas Marvel films, much better sort of focus on, you've got this amazing character, he's got amazing talents, but he's got his flaws. Of course. And then it's about those flaws that either hold him back or he learns something about himself that will give him the ability to overcome something to actually beat the villain. Yes. That's that is the sort of in a way the genius thing about Marvel and also the way that they've been able to combine the characters so cleverly and the the character interaction and how yeah. they do manage to if when they all do get together to team up to be able to you know tackle a situation whereas yeah, you find you find yourself with DC going how are they going to overcome this? And then, yeah, Superman flies in. And you're like, oh, okay, okay, done. Okay, everyone, go get. Like it's the like heaters. it's like yeah, it's like a yeah WWE tag team match. Yeah, that's exactly. like going wrong, and then all of a sudden, someone runs in. From, <laughs> he comes a big show yeah, from the crowd. And you're like, okay, <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, and that's that's my problem with DC films. I'm not saying that you know it can't be fixed. And I think the Batman's are amazing. Totally different type of villain and that kind of thing, and it works very well. Mm. Um, the other thing as well is Marvel was awesome at like pairing up not their sort of mainstay characters, so not everyone's like paired up with Iron Man or Captain America. You know, um, in the new Thor, like they're pairing the Hulk with Thor, <laughs> and I think it's fantastic. And when you pair start pairing these little smaller characters, you get much stronger you know storylines, better emotional beats mm-hmm. and connections, like the whole. Avengers Age of Ultron, not a great film, but like the running, the whole sort of arc running through about mortality and they sort of almost do this whole thing where they're trying to like talk about Hawkeye and the fact that, you know, they're kind of like, oh man, Hawkeye's going to cop it. This is going to really, really suck. Yeah. And then they just do a little bait and switch, kill someone else, uh, in my opinion, thank God, um, <laughs> because the character's just not handled the right way as it is in the X-Men films. And then all of a sudden you've got this whole deepness about morality rather than these people who can just get like beaten up for days and just, you know, walk away from it. Yeah. Hawkeye is, is yeah, the, the running joke, I guess, in Marvel that yeah, he's just basically... The, the human. <laughs> yeah, just exactly. really, really good at archery. But as you said, we, you alluded to in, in Age of Ultron where he sort of is having that moment with Scarlet Witch. Yeah. And she's like, you know, this all-powerful, per- like, you know, superhero... And then he just sort of like goes out and, yep, you have to do your job. You know, it's, if you want to, 
you know, it's about bravery and that kind of thing. He goes out, he's, he sort of starts defending you. He's like, I will try and protect you. Yeah. And then she sort of sees that and is then... Exactly. ...becomes who she's supposed to become. Because this dude, it could easily just, like, be killed. Mm. And, you know, she's got these witchy, magical powers. Can I just say, though, as well, the other thing that Marvel does really well is the humour. And, like, one of my favourite jokes in all the films is from that. And I know that you like it too. Yes. Um, where like Cap's all really upset on the farm and he's chopping wood with his bare hands <laughs> and Tony's chopping wood as well next to him with an axe. And then he gets called away. He's like, don't steal from my pile. Yeah. And, and Captain's pile's like three <laughs> times bigger. <laughs> it's awesome. It is. He and literally rips Rips the... it apart. Exactly. And the, DC just like, just lighten up. Where they're going there for a good time. You're not going there for like all this like oppression and depression. Yeah. Marvel sort of started that with Tony Stark and, you know, him being the charismatic kind of billionaire playboy type thing. Yep. Who is the, the technical genius and creates Iron Man. But him being like one of the focal points for Marvel and Robert Downey Jr., his sort of charisma and personality. Yeah. Like just shines through. Carries it all. And I mean, like Cap traditionally is like this, this sort of straight talking soldier and he still is portrayed like that. But it's like... The amazingness of, you know, when him and Tony are together and kind of like the, the I guess, banter that they initially have yeah. and, and that kind of thing makes you sort of relate more to the, the characters and you sort of like, in you know, engage more with the story because of the, the humour as well behind That's right. the character interactions and everything. Whereas what DC tried to do was they're like, Batman is a colossal force, Superman is a colossal force. And they're two massive egos, and they almost have to pair them off against each other. Yeah. Which just, you're just like, why would you have to... Like, I, I understand what they're trying to sort of portray, but it just got messy, and it was... It, it was boring and long-winded. Yeah. You had Batman's whole sort of thing, and then you had Superman's yeah. whole sort of thing, and then they, like, combined together, and then Lex Luthor, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> yeah. and then, yeah, Wonder Woman, and you're just like, okay, what, what, what are they sort of trying to say it's it, it got messy it did it really did and I'm not saying that you know everything DC is going to do is going to be a flop and I hope Justice League is good look I have a lot of hope for the DC films like Justice League I think is going to be a massive step in the right direction Joss Whedon who wrote and directed the first two uh, Avengers films has taken over the production because the director has sadly had to step away to deal with a family yes. uh, tragedy so he's actually doing extensive rewrites and reshoots just to sort of, I think, punch up the dialogue and probably, in my opinion, make it a bit lighter, Yes, which I think will be fantastic. I think Aquaman, as a standalone film, will be fantastic. Yeah, James both. Wan is the bomb.com in terms of uh, being a director. Aussie as well, yes. fly the flag. We've both said that Aquaman, we, we are probably the most excited for in the, Absolutely. the DC universe. I think it's going to be great. The Batman, if it finally gets off the ground, I think will be a really, really cool film. Mm -hmm. The way they're talking about Batman is a mystery. He's the, he's the cool, the cool sort of superhero. He is. The group. And I don't mind Ben Affleck as Batman. Like he's no Christian Bale, but I actually don't mind Ben Affleck. And if and I've, I've said this as well, if you just cut Superman out of Batman versus Superman, you get a half decent film. Yeah. Um, and the other thing as well, they just announced um, Wonder Woman 2 will be released in 2019. Yeah, I saw that as well. Which, which is, I, I, as I also point out in the article, I have actually yet to see Wonder Woman. Yeah. So I can't comment on that. Yeah. All I've all I've known is that it is getting like decent 
publicity and it, yeah. you know, is probably one of the more well-received DC films of recent sort of, that have recently dropped, I should say. But uh, yeah, from what you've said, and I've heard a few other things that it's not like groundbreaking yeah. in its in its story and that kind of thing. Like it is a step in the right direction yeah, and it is. there is light at the end of the tunnel, I guess you can, you can say. And our girl Gal Gadot, we, we, you know, love what she's about as well. <laughs> sure. I'm not saying it from like yeah, a creepy so weird. It, it really came across like, I got to quickly retract this and make it sound legitimate. <laughs> no, what I just she's about. Like, yeah. On Conan and that kind of thing. Like, yeah. Very funny. Yeah. She's, but yeah. That, that was great. <laughs> Um, I think also, like, just to pivot the conversation as well, everyone Damn. does forget about Fox. Mm. Obviously, they've started to figure it out with uh, Deadpool. Yes. The X-Men films have been hit and miss. Uh, Apocalypse, I really didn't rate. No. But Days of Future Past, I think, is a fantastic film. Yes. X2 was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, even the first X-Men was good, which is, like... Well before that 2005 mark. Throwback, that's, a, that's 2000. Yeah, which it's, it's, it's actually it's turn of the century. still not a bad film. No, X2 um, was the best. X2 was the best by far. X3, I think, gets a lot of hate that it doesn't deserve. Yeah. Um, but Fox, obviously, they've got Daredevil 2 they do. Um, in production. They've got uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix, I think, is the working title, which yep. is also in production as well. It is. Uh, and they've got like I think six films that they've given release dates to, but they haven't named what films they are mm. that are upcoming. So like Fox have definitely like said we're in this race as well. Yeah. Um, well, they they have to be. It's X Men. Like Days of Future Past. If I think about, it, is kind of like a cross between like the fun of Marvel and the seriousness of DC. Yes, you could so, say that. Yeah, it's a little less light, but there are a lot more We've- like. You've dropped Deadpool in there now, but, and Deadpool. Well, that's that's <laughs> that. He's in his own league. He is in his own league, but that sort of like combines a bit of the more like humorous side in a much darker light. Much darker light. But the great thing about Deadpool as well is like their ability to engage the audience through social media and continue that engagement even now. Mm, the marketing is genius. It's just amazing. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds, and he's very active. He is on the Twitter. He is. Um, He's hilarious. He is. He's had some very funny things. And it's basically, yeah, his his character is just shining through on this one. And that's why everyone was a fan of Deadpool. And it's the second highest grossing R-rated film yes, in it history. Is. And, uh, you know, obviously everyone just doesn't want to talk about Green Lantern. Um, <laughs> and he's also on Blade Trinity. So he has mm. he's had a foot in every single camp. He has. Three feet. Damn. <laughs> Exclusive drops here first. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds has three feet. <laughs> I was like going to take that somewhere sexual, but I was like, no. Oh, d- oh you're damn. <laughs> but Deadpool would. Yeah, he would. He, he would make it very filthy. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think uh, we'll, we might wrap that one up. Well, we might wrap it up there today. Bit different from, from the, the previous ones. Yeah. Talking about basketball. Good. I think, yeah. This one is a, is, a, is a lot more of an open-ended kind of podcast to talk about a variety of different things, as I alluded to before. And yeah, we're both into to movies and that kind of thing and, and the superhero sort of phenomenon that is, that is going on at the moment was something that I thought we should make comment on. So hopefully you're digging what you're, you listen to today and, and stay tuned to this feed yeah. as well 
for us to, to drop some more content yeah. in the future. And if you like it, share it around. Please. It's, uh, you know, the least you could do. Yeah, more than open for, for, uh, for feedback as well. Uh-oh. <laughs> You'll yeah. get plenty of feedback on this list, trust <laughs> me. Yeah. All right. But uh, I think we'll catch you, catch you next time. All right, see you later. Peace. You made it. Well done. Got through episode one. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. If you dig what you're hearing, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Follow us at all the the socials, etc. As I alluded to in the in the piece, the article has officially dropped. So head on over there, give that a read. And yeah, we'll be hopefully updating this feed as as well as the the NBA feed uh, in the not too distant future. Not sure exactly when the the next time that we'll be we'll be seeing you will be, but hopefully it's not too far away. And until then, take it easy. Peace.